You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined again by my co-hosts, Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, I hope we are all doing well again this evening. Um, and tonight we're going to be talking about some breakout wide receivers. So kind of in the same note as our last podcast, of course, we're talking breakout running backs. Now we're going to be talking some wide receivers, some wide receiver news. Pork, I'm sorry, Van Jefferson did have a slight knee procedure, but uh, minor, minor. So I think he might miss the opener, but I don't think yeah. this can be a long-term thing. And Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick will miss the season with a torn ACL. Um, so to keep up with the Joneses, as they say, uh, what is that? Ninety-four percent of Dan's best ball teams will now be in shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's a thing that in the Patreon chat, like every time someone gets hurt, Dan goes, "There's whatever percentage of my best ball teams." I actually want to know how many best ball drafts Dan does. Too many, way too many. Yeah, I haven't done any this year. I should probably do that. Probably should. I actually the puppy three just opened. Okay. Yes. And I just like last night as soon as it opened, I went in and started three slow drafts, just so mm-hmm. that I get them going, and then like. I drafted like five times a day and there was no pressure. It was like 12 hour <laughs> clock. It's great. Wow. That's beautiful. Perfect. And we are talking underdog as well. Use the code rewind. If you deposit, you know, anything up to a hundred dollars, they do a 100% match right now. So go ahead and check it out. So let's talk about some breakout wide receivers. I'm going to kick this one off and I'm going to be talking about Houston Texans wide receiver, Nico Collins. Now, this is a little bit of, hey, you know, I hate to be like this, but John Mechie is going to miss the season, unfortunately, due to leukemia. So, prayers up for John Mechie. Hope you come back. Love me some John Mechie. Got him in a lot of places. But it's one of those things. Nico has a little bit of a connection with Davis Mills. Last year, 33 catches for 446 yards and one touchdown. And what was at some point in time a very anemic offense. Uh, but Bob did point this out when we recorded earlier. This could be one of those things where, you know, you're taking a guy out of the equation. He now has the chance to step up going into year two. So let's build on that rookie season. And he's, his value is still pretty low last I checked. I mean, I saw him going straight up for guys like DJ Chark or Terrace Marshall, who we've been hearing good things about coming out of Carolina camp. Um, but still, you know, or mid round picks, he's currently wide receiver 77 on DLF. So when I say breakout, I do want to temper your expectations here. Okay. Compared to what he did last year in the offense that he's on by breakout, I don't want to say that he is going to be a wide receiver one. I think for the cost that you're paying to acquire him and what his ADP is on DLF right now, mm-hmm. That's what's going to quantify a breakout. We're talking possibly a low-end wide receiver, too, if he plays the entire season. Not everything can go to Brandon Cooks or Brevin Jordan. They have to throw to somebody else as well. Hey, who knows? Maybe the Houston Texans look a little bit better this year. I think it's possible. Davis Mills, another year under his belt. So Nico Collins is my first candidate for a breakout season, a tempered breakout, we can call it, just like tempered glass. So Chev, hi, Nate. What's up? No question. Just to help you, uh, let's make sure that we're on the same page for what a breakout looks like. Okay. Okay. So, 
His rookie season, Nico Collins had 33 receptions, 446 yards, and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. So when you say breakout season, what are you thinking? You're thinking like 50 receptions for 700 yards. You know, that's like a 15 yards per catch average. You know, there's a little down the field thread a little bit, maybe like six touchdowns. You're not going to make me like do a shot over this, are you? No, I'm literally <laughs> just wondering. I just want to know what I think. All right, so I'm thinking like four or five touchdowns, maybe because I don't. I do think the Houston Texans offense is improved, but I'm saying it's probably still a bottom half offense in the NFL as a whole. When I say bottom half, the 17th ranked offense could be also can quantify bottom half. So I'm not saying like 30th, 32nd or anything like that. So let's say, I don't know, 65 catches for like 750 yards and four touchdowns maybe ish. That's pretty good. That'd be pretty pretty damn good season. Yeah. That's pretty good. You want to know how good that would be? How good? That would be 164 fantasy points, which if he had that many last year, he would have been wide receiver 13 between Deontay Johnson and Hunter Renfro. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe, I, maybe I need to temper that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if he could do it, that would be fantastic. I mean, I, I think – That doesn't make any sense. That math doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah I was going to say – Yeah, yeah I was like, one. mate, that, that – nah. It's a point per reception, point per 10 yards. 60 plus 75. Yeah, 65 plus 75 <laughs> is 24. 135 plus – what was it? 24? 24. Four touchdowns. 159. Either way, that doesn't seem right. Because I'm, <laughs> Somebody fact check this one. <laughs> you know what? Fantasy pros, the default scoring is standard for some reason. Shame oh. on you, fantasy pros, for having mm-hmm. standard scoring as your default score. So, sorry. So then 164 points actually gets him to wide receiver 38, right okay. between Chase Claypool and Russell Gage. That sounds much more yeah, realistic. That's, that's, that's bad. All right. And that would be a break. I'd be a high-end wide receiver four. Yes, but that is much better than wide receiver 77, which is the price you're paying currently. Mm-hmm. So we there we that. go. Uh, wide receiver 38 breakout incoming. So, um, <laughs> Chev, you are staying in Wisconsin, and who is your breakout wide receiver? Yeah, and I'm. Is it a coincidence that Porkman and Justin both need surgeries this offseason? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a room together, so maybe he's just hyping up himself. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Alan Lazard this season. I think the hype is real. If Aaron Rodgers is going to hype up in camp, I don't see why he would not be a valuable part of that offense this upcoming year. The offense is definitely taking a hit with Devontae Adams leaving. I mean, that was a guy that had 150-plus targets, way over 100 receptions. Like, he was the dude. If Aaron Rodgers needed somebody to throw to, it was him. I don't see Alan Lazard doing that at all. Don't put that in my mouth. But I think Alan Lazard will be a target that – man, I just set myself up for that one. That was that was bad. Alan Lazard is something. Yeah, that was that was bad. Sorry, folks. But Alan Lazard <laughs> is somebody that could get 60 receptions, could get 900 yards, and I believe his touchdowns are going to go up. Could be six or seven touchdowns if he stays healthy. That's the thing with Alan Lazard. We just have not seen him put up a full season of staying healthy and being a part of that offense the whole year. So I'm hoping Alan Lazard can stay healthy. 
There's not much around him. I mean, the rookie Watson hasn't been out there yet. Romeo Dubs has got a lot of hype in camp. Good for you, mm-hmm. Romeo Dubs. Hope you get some run. Randall Cobb's there. Could be a Mr. Reliable for him. I think Tanyan, too, could be a guy that uh, gets a little more uptick. But I think Alan Lazard will be the guy that when he needs a back shoulder fade to, to get a big play, Alan Lazard could be that guy. And I, I'm sticking to that. I think he was like wide receiver 44 last season if – if we put the stats together like Nate did, he could be wide receiver one this year. It sounds like, so. <laughs> but no, he'll be he'll be a, he'll be a good pick this year to have a good breakout and be with a really incredible quarterback. As terrible as that makes me sound as a Bears fan, I do want to say, Chev, you're saying that he's really hyping him up. In case, like, what choice does Aaron Rodgers have? He probably just looked around <laughs> yeah. the locker room. Sammy Watkins. Like, I mean, <laughs> forgot about him. He's no. good for our first two weeks, and then yeah. That's it. There you go. Well, he's already hurt, so he might not even be good. Oh, yeah. He time. already got hurt. I saw good. I saw good news today. Yeah, Bob and was missing that part. one day. I know you're going to find that hard to believe. Uh, but Sammy Watkins <laughs> did get hurt. I don't know the injury exactly. <laughs> um, I will look that up while Phil is talking about his guy. But I do want to let you guys know that um, Alan Lazard is currently wide receiver 54 on DLF. Oh man, um, so I, I don't see how he does worse than that, man. There's I, no way. Completely agree. Not in that offense. So, uh, Nate, let's actually go to you next. I'm sorry, Phil, you're not next. And who's your breakout wide receiver for the 2022 season? Yeah, so I almost put Rashad Bateman, but I talk about him a lot. <laughs> really? Interesting. <laughs> so I figured yeah, I'd pick I somebody else. I thought it. So I decided to pick somebody else. Also, I mean, it's going to have J.K. Dobbins, Rashad Bateman. No. Looks like a homer a little bit. Anyway, I went ahead and picked Christian Kirk, who have actually acquired a lot of Christian Kirk shares this offseason. Uh, he got paid. He got paid. And the Jacksonville Jaguars paid him to be their wide receiver one. They paid him to handle the volume of a wide receiver one. And Christian Kirk is a very good route runner. He's quick. He has yards of the catchability. He was just used in like a deep threat role for most of his career with Arizona mm-hmm. And I think that when he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's going to be put in a role that is much more like, you know, like the Deontay Johnson and a role like that. Jarvis Landry, we've even seen where he's going to be given the ball a lot um, from the slot, from the um, you know, outside, but, you know, standing off the line of scrimmage. He's going to get separation quick. He's going to get the ball in his hands. He's going to create yards after the catch. I think in PPR leagues that Christian Kirk's going to well outplay uh, what his current ranking is, which when keep trade cut is f- wide receiver 48. I don't know if Mike, you have the DLF um, ADP up for Christian Kirk, but Find at right that, you're looking at, you know, wide receiver 48. It's not going to take much for Christian Kirk to outperform that. And like I said, he is the wide receiver one on this offense. doesn't matter. This offense mm. isn't even that good. The volume that he will probably have is going to, you know, at least get him into a wide receiver three. Um, I could have, I could see him having a very similar year to like Tyler Boyd, like three or four years ago, where he was like wide receiver twenty. Mm-hmm. Remember that before yeah. Higgins and Chase. You know, I yeah. think Christian Real Kirk quick, had a very similar year. He's also wide receiver forty-eight on DLF, and Sammy Watkins was dealing with a hamstring injury. There we go, Sammy. Yeah, Christian Kirk, though, man. I mean, when they used him in Arizona, I mean, he looked great. Yeah, but there was just times good. where the offense would just sputter and they would kick him out of what he was doing good, which is dumb, but 
when they went away from him, they they suffered. And when they were going to him, play after play, I mean, he made plays. He was a big part of the offense. And if you look up his stats, I mean, you're going to probably be amazed of what he actually did this year. I, I listened to, I think, I think it's Front Yard Fantasy. They do a game show every week. And the stats that I heard them say for him, I was blown away. Sneaky good. what mm-hmm. he did. Sneaky. Yeah. All right, Christian Kirk, I love that one. So let's move on. Philip, who's your breakout wide receiver for this season? Um, so I decided to go with Jerry Judy this year, um, just based off of his draft capital and what we was expecting from him. Um, but it's kind of hard to expect a lot from a guy who really didn't have a quarterback. Um, so now that Jerry Judy has a legit quarterback in Russell Wilson this year, um, I think this is his time to excel. And if he doesn't excel now, then this this would really be his issue. Um, I think, um, believe last year, I think he was like top five in separation rate downfield, um, but he was also top five in, in uncatchable balls. So when when it comes down to that, what do you expect for a guy to produce in that way? Um, he he, I believe he also had uh, tons of injuries last year as well. Um, so when it comes down to when it comes down to that, you know, you got Russell Wilson. We saw that uh, Tim Patrick got hurt today, so unfortunately, um, he won't be on the team anymore. But that means more targets for uh, still be on Judy the team. Downfield. He just won't play this year. He won't be on the team this year, you goof, because he does. <laughs> He's <laughs> still part of the Denver Broncos. He's just not playing. Go on. Yeah, not active roster, just like how Mike stinks. But uh, just kidding. What? <laughs> But uh, Jerry, Jerry Judy is um is a guy I think is going to break out for the team and um and, and do very well between him and uh, Cortland Sutton and KJ Hamler. Um, I think that offense is going to be um is going to be probably like a top five offense with a Russell Wilson at the helm, and you have a Javante Williams. You have a really good running game as well, so you're not going to be able to have a um all the people in the box. So. Is either you got to deal with Javante, or you got to deal with those receivers, and I think uh, Jerry Judy is that guy type of guy on the team that can give him a wide receiver uh, one type of year. Um, I just can't wait to see it. I, I think it'll happen. All right, and uh, Pork, I don't know if you mentioned it. he's wide receiver twenty eight on DLF currently. Yes, yeah. and I think he's I think he's twenty seven or twenty eight um, on keep trade cut as well. So it's, it's all the same. So I think I think that uh, I think that price. Is, is really low for a wide receiver one on the team, and especially if you have Russell Wilson. So his, I think he's going to outplay that ADP. Okay, perfect. So let's go to one last one. I got one more for you guys. I've been bullish, not bearish. Neat. On Brandon <laughs> Ayuk for a while now. Um, hey, look, he's starting the season, the offseason off, not in Shani's doghouse. Um, according to Camp Today, he is in Fred Warner's doghouse. I guess they were getting into it a little bit. Um, I ain't trying to yeah. fight with him. Yeah, go ahead. Start a fight with Fred Warner. Good call. Um, so I think he's going to build on that impressive rookie campaign where he was the center point for a lot of the offense. 60 catches, 748 yards, and five touchdowns. That was 12 games. You know, we we think that he wasn't good last year. He was kind of inconsistent, but still 56 catches, 826 yards, and five touchdowns. So he wasn't really that bad last year. It was just really, really inconsistent. Uh, he can stretch the field, and I think he's going to be a really good down-the-field target for Trey Lance. The 49ers are fully committed to Trey Lance. We know that. Um, he's wide receiver 42 on 
on DLF right now. I think he's going to finish better than wide receiver 42, to be honest with you. I think the 49ers offense is going to be really nasty um, until the playoffs come. Cost is usually some sort of bundle, but he looks to be the guy that, like, if you have a better wide receiver and you're looking to tear down and then add some picks or some more youth, that seems to be he's that tear down guy from all the trades that I'm seeing on DLF's uh, trade finder. So, you know, what, Nate? Hi. Mike, would you? I want to. I want to create a bet for you and Porkman. Oh, okay, go ahead. Let's... Jerry Judy versus Brandon Ayuk. For what? What are we betting? Who scores most fantasy points this year? In standard scoring or PPR? Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> pros. We need the people need to know. Do you, Mike? Do you think there's a chance that Brandon Ayuk outscores Jerry Judy this year? There's always that chance. I mean, we're, we're taking injuries out of consideration, right? Or do you want to do it on like a points-per-game basis? Points-per-game basis. Points-per-game points basis. I mean, we have to look at it objectively here. So Trey Lance is the starting quarterback now. While he is not as experienced as Russell Wilson, he's going into the second year in the same system. So there's a bit of an advantage there. But Russell Wilson, veteran quarterback, he's been in the league a while. I know he's switching offenses. But, you know, vets tend to pick things up a little bit quicker. And like I've told people, hey, you know, everyone loves the young, the rookie guy. Do you want the guy fresh out of trade school working on your car for the first time? Or do you want me to come in? Yeah, I'm coming into a shop, but I've been doing it for 18 years. So there's there's always that learning curve for everything. It's just the vets tend to pick it up faster. Um, But you know what? Why not? I'll put my money where my mouth is. And I will say that Brandon Ayuk will score more fantasy points this season than Jerry Judy will. And what shall we bet on that? Phil. Up. Simmons. I don't care. One shot. Do a shot. Let's do a shot. Yeah, no, because no, we're not doing – there's no more multiple shots on shot shows. And, Philip, if I lose this bet, I will buy a small fifth of Hennessy, and I will do a shot of that just for you. No, you got to drink still reserve, bro. Oh, what? <laughs> Listen, you know what? I'll buy you a bottle of it, whatever you want to never have to drink steel reserve again. <laughs> no, you can take a shot. Of, take a shot of Henny. It's it could fine. be that, or I'll do a can of steel reserve. I don't care. However, no, you want to do it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you do steel reserve again. That was freaking terrible. I almost quit drinking after that. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike, why'd you say Henny when you said to pork man? Is there a reason? Is that your favorite drink, pork, or that's one of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I gotta get me when we go to the expo. Me and Mike are gonna take a shot of Henny at the expo. If it's not in a brown paper bag, I don't want it. Facts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't have brown paper bags of cans, sir. Oh, they they gonna have brown paper bags of cans. They gonna have them. I might have a little brown paper bag here somewhere. I don't know if that I've been to the liquor store recently. I'll pick some up for you. But the fact that you just made that bet and that we had to have this conversation, ADP difference of Jerry Judy and Brandon Ayuk. Hey, I'm gonna go trade myself Jerry Judy away for Brandon Ayuk now. I'm gonna go do that later tonight. And Nate, do you think you can get? Brandon Ayuk plus. Yes. In that circumstance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like people are really down on Brandon Ayuk right now. And I and it's again, you look at the stats and the season wasn't bad overall. It was just really inconsistent. But the 49ers as a whole were really inconsistent last year. Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo got hurt. Trey Lance got hurt too when he finally got a chance to play. So yeah. you know, I I don't know. 
let's see what the 49ers do this year. It's Trey Lance's turn, but Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the team. That's got to be an awkward nah, practice. Man, awkward. Yeah. Why would he be out there on the sidelines, man? That is yeah, him, him doing that. off off practice work. Like that is just goofy to me. I don't know. They got to get a little video so they can trade him. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's, yeah. There you go. Personally, yeah, I don't want him on video. Yeah. I would be like, you stay away from the facility. I'm going to wrap you in bubble wrap. I don't want you getting hurt because then we're everyone's screwed. But where's he yeah. gonna? Where's Jimmy Garoppolo gonna go right now? Somebody I has mean, to get hurt. I, in Seattle. Is that? Bro, yeah, you, but they're not gonna. They're me. not gonna trade him. They're not gonna trade him to Seattle. They would have to wait for the 49ers. Why to would they not? And do it. I think the Falcons were actually mentioned as a trade partner. I did see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be an interesting quarterback battle between two very different quarterbacks. Yes. And then you got you know, right. You got the day two. Quarterback as the quarterback three in there just for you know shits and giggles, but <laughs> Mariota versus Garoppolo would be a good quarterback b- battle. I think Garoppolo would win, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I hope so. so. Hey, people, people hate on Jimmy Garoppolo, but when the dude's on the field, he's a productive quarterback, both in real life and fantasy. Hey, if Garoppolo was nice. throwing to Kyle Pitts and Drake London, I'd feel much better about them than Mariota. Oh, yeah. 100%. Do you mean wide receiver 15 Drake London? That's pretty high. Woo. Somewhere That's Daniel Rozier is bashing his fits, his fists in a fit of rage. It's, it's... <laughs> yes. Sounding like Steve Irwin. Brian so. Edwards. You could throw a Brian Edwards. No. Sure. Doesn't. You could throw a Brian healthy. Edwards. That doesn't mean Brian Edwards is going to catch the ball. Catch it. <laughs> Does, exactly. Do you guys have anything else before we head on out for today? Nah, nah baby. Let's close it out, baby. All right. Let's close it out. So uh, thanks again for listening, everyone. I want to tell you guys, we always appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, before we hit out, again, Underdog Fantasy, they do a 100% match up to $100 right now. Use the promo code Rewind. SeatGeek Dynasty Rewind is the code. You get $20 off your first purchase. Come on over and join the community. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. $5 a month gets you a lot of fun stuff. And hey, if you want some fantastic merch, beautiful Dynasty Rewind shirt, two options. Come see us at the expo. You could buy one right off me or VeridianGlobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder for 10% off. But for Pork, Nate, Chev, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Till next time, everyone, be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. Thank you.